0: This is the Life Truth
1: Network. Truth Exposed, episode forty two.
2: Truth Exposed, a feature of Quest for Truth take a deep dive into scripture. Now located at life-truth.com. Here are your hosts, Keith Hiltzley and Nathan Caldwell. Hey
3: everyone, this is your host Keith and it's time for another Truth Exposed. It's the type of uh, podcast episode where we like to take a deeper dive into some scripture. This kind of uh, picking out a passage at a time, and um, scratching through and sifting uh, what's there, and uh, trying to dig out uh, as much as we can uh, from what's found there in Scripture. And we are going through the book of John, we are up to uh, John chapter 12, we'll be starting with 12, going through uh, verse 19, it's a fairly short passage, but they short's good, uh, don't like to get too deep and too long on these. Uh, pretty soon you will hear some words from our co host, Nathan Caldwell. And we will also be joined once again by our most favored, long deceased radio Bible teacher, Jay Vernon McGee. Uh, and his ministry, Through the Bible Ministry, is still going strong out there today. Uh, check him out at ttb.org. TTB as in Through the Bible. Uh, dot org. And uh, you'll see that uh, they are very active. Uh, the ministry has not ceased, even though, as I mentioned, Jay Vernon McGee has. Uh, he is enjoying his uh, home and glory. Uh, but we like to use his comments, which are freely available through podcast form. Uh, do a search for Jay Vernon McGee on, on iTunes, and you'll find all five years of his uh, course. Through the Bible. Lots of good radio, Bible teaching, yeah, radio teaching, yeah, that too. And there's also extra study uh, ideas and helps and suggestions that he includes with that. Uh, definitely worth a while. So, with all that introductory stuff, um, we don't have much else to say to get us going. Um, not a lot of housekeeping, so we will do this. Hey, uh, we are part of the Christian podcast community you can find all the shows there at christianpodcastcommunity.org and here's just a sample of just a couple of things a couple of podcasters that you'll find when you visit that page
4: hello everyone daniel minnick here i host a podcast called truth espresso and i am inviting you to join in so, what can you expect at Truth Espresso? Well, at Truth Espresso, we wake up our minds every Monday with a robust shot of truth. Let's dig deep in the Word of God as we get to know our God better together. Let's challenge our view of the world as we take apart conventional politics with a fine toothed comb. See all that Truthspresso has to offer by going to www.truthespresso.com. And by the way, Truthspresso is now a member podcast of the growing family of the Christian Podcast Community. Check out other faith-building shows at christianpodcastcommunity.org, hosted by Striving for Eternity Ministries.
0: Looking for strategies that will help you engage in meaningful conversations with members of the Mormon Church? Well, if so, take a look at Sharing the Good News with Mormons, a new book produced by Harvest House Publishers and edited by Mormonism Research Ministries' Eric Johnson and Sean McDowell. Sharing the Good News with Mormons includes 24 helpful essays from two dozen Christian apologists, scholars, and pastors. Pick up your copy at the Utah Lighthouse Bookstore or order directly from
3: mrm.org.
1: main
3: topic. Okay, we're going to look at Truth Exposed, um, featuring John 12, verses 12 through 19. Seems kind of like a short passage today, but um, it's just a good spot to break it off. And honestly, as always, I'd rather run shorter than longer when it comes to our deep dives here. So let's look at this, Uh, John 12, 12. On the next day, the large crowd who had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming from Jerusalem...
5: Now we have in verse 12, on the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to
3: Jerusalem, now, there's something of note here. This large crowd, uh, they'd come to kind of gawk at the risen Lazarus, as well as, of course, hearing about Jesus all his miracles. This large crowd also would seem to be a crowd coming uh, from outside the area. And, and a little bit, probably not today, and maybe our next time, we'll find out that this large crowd was probably... Uh, Largely from the the Greek speaking Jews, uh, the other nations, as they would have made their way uh, down the road. (laughs) Here they are, ready for observing Passover.
0: We're going to see, we are seeing a misunderstood Messiah. A misunderstood Messiah. Um, You see, they expected Jesus to take earthly rule soon. But that wasn't for their current time. Now it would happen. Uh, There is going to be a 1,000-year reign of Christ, but it was not during this time. They wanted Jesus to end the Roman oppression, but that wasn't the reason that he came. That wasn't the time. Uh,
3: But anyway, continuing on in verse 13, um, they took the branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and began to shout, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the king of Israel. Let me pause there.
0: ...took branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna,
5: blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. Now, I made the statement before that we had had the last public appearance of Jesus, and that was true. Here, this is a public offer of himself. As their king, which they of course rejected, but he's no longer mixing among the people and teaching. That has ceased. That has ended. This is an act that he performed.
3: Now, with the branches, it's like growing out a red carpet for Jesus. Uh, Hosanna, I've read recently in some commentator or other that this literally means save us, please. I think in the expositors' Bible commentary, they say that it means save us now. And maybe it's a combination of both. Uh, just from the structure of the word, I, even without looking it up, I was inclined to think it meant you know uh, God to save us. Uh, and it, I guess any of those would be a good assessment of what Hosanna would mean.
0: When they cried Hosanna, they were saying, oh, save! but it wasn't spiritual salvation they called for it was a physical salvation from the roman empire now jesus did come to save he came to seek and to save that which was lost he said that himself but it wasn't a physical salvation now there are physical aspects to it that i won't go into right now but but mainly it's a spiritual salvation i mean that's your soul is saved your body still suffers <laughs>
3: And these uh, people are actually quoting, if i not mistaken, it's Psalms 118, right around verse 20, 22, somewhere in there, where uh, this is a psalm of ascents. Every year the Jews, would, as they approached and ascended into uh, Jerusalem, because uh, you had to climb a hill to get into Jerusalem, uh, and they would ascend And they would sing this psalm that had uh, that
1: quote. Here's a look at what Psalms says, and part of the passage that was being quoted. Psalms 118. 21 I shall give thanks to you, for you have answered me, and you have become my salvation. 22 The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. 23 This is the Lord's doing, it is marvelous in our eyes. 24 This is the day which the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad in it. Twenty-five, O Lord, do save, we beseech you, O Lord, we beseech you, do send prosperity. 26. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, we have blessed you from the house of the Lord. 27. The Lord is God, and he has given us light, bind the festival sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. 28. You are my God, and I give thanks to you, you are my God, I extol you. 29. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his loving kindness is everlasting. New American Standard Bible, NASB. From it.
3: Now, I think in the psalm, it doesn't specify uh, Messiah, but it was definitely well understood that, um, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, uh, Hosanna, uh, is all about uh, the Messiah. And they would sing this in expectation of the Messiah. Today, these people aren't expecting the Messiah. They... Have come to believe that he is here and now. Um, They recognized that it was Jesus who was coming in the name of the Lord. He was, as he claimed, the one sent by God. He claimed as often in John, I am am he who has been sent. Uh, He sent, the Father has sent me. Uh, But they put it together that he is indeed this earthly king of Israel. Moving on here, uh, verse 14, Jesus finding a young donkey sat on it as it is written, and Jesus when
5: he had found a young ass sat thereon, as it is written. Okay, let me pause
3: there, pause the, the quote. Now, Jesus didn't uh, send these people away uh, as he often had in the past, he didn't stop Their praise of him. He didn't stop them from laying down uh, the branches in his path, uh, as you might do for a king. You know, he he had been kind of hiding along the outskirts of the wilderness, uh, but he wasn't hiding anymore. He was out and he was uh, proceeding on his way to town. Uh, Now, the prophecy, uh, we'll continue on here. Verse 15. Fear not, daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's coat. And that is the, the scripture i pretty sure comes out of Zechariah.
0: Zechariah, Zechariah nine nine uh, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion, shout, O daughter of Jerusalem, behold thy king cometh unto thee. He is just having salvation. Uh, He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass and upon the colt, the foal of an ass. It's right there in Zechariah.
3: And uh, some significance here is that Jesus is their king. He is seated on a donkey, an animal of peace is what I have on my note here, as opposed to a war horse that a, a mighty ruling king might. Come into town on.
0: Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, thy king cometh sitting on an ass's colt.
5: Now, what you have here is not much of a triumph, and John makes that clear. The fact of the matter is, he was just fulfilling prophecy and
3: doing this, and he merely offered himself. That is all. Another note that I'd read, I'm pretty sure it was expositors' Bible commentary. They, they claim a donkey is what a common citizen is. Would ride. He is coming in peace as a common citizen, not on a war horse or a chariot or some other way. Uh, he is coming in peace to his people, not with war with his people. Um, and um, it mentions, uh, you know, have no fear, not to be afraid. Uh, now, I have a note here that says, Will Zion, will Israel be once again united uh, at at peace under Christ? Maybe these people are are having this in mind as they uh, sing this uh, traditional hymn, uh, expecting their Messiah. Uh, What's going through their mind? Uh, Did anyone recognize this as a prophecy being fulfilled at this time? Because apparently the disciples did not. In verse 16, these things his disciples did not understand at first. But when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered. Uh, These things were written of him and that he had done these things to him. Uh, Now, this is a parenthetical statement. It's kind of an aside. Sometimes important things slip by us in life unnoticed it just zooms <laughs> overhead. We don't even uh, give it a second second glance, a double take, or anything. And in, in the heat of the moment, the disciples didn't even catch this. But of, of course, uh, later, when Jesus was glorified after his resurrection, they said, "Aha!"
0: These things understood not his disciples at first, but when Jesus was glorified. Then remembered they that these things were written of him, that they had done these things, and that they had done these things unto him.
5: Notice, though, what John says. Then remembered they that these things were written of him, and that they had done these things unto him when? But when Jesus was glorified. Not until after his death and resurrection.
3: (laughs) This must have been one of those teachings. Uh, And and this probably was one of those teachings Jesus is recorded as teaching his disciples. uh, He taught them things from the prophets, beginning from Moses, going to the end of the prophets at the time. Uh, And this may be one of those things, Jesus says, okay, you guys remember this? This day, whenever we came into town, this is what this means. He may have underscored the importance of uh, the symbology here. He did not want this, to go unnoticed that this prophecy was fulfilled. Uh, But back to our account here. Uh, Verse 17. So the people who were with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised him from the dead, continued to testify about him. Okay. Uh, I have a, a, a slight question about the pronoun here. Uh, continued to testify about him. Um, these people, you know, these were Jewish people who were right there on hand. They they weren't the procession of those coming in. They were with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and raised from the dead. They were with. They continued to testify about him. So I'm, I'm going to say. The hymn they're testifying about would be Jesus.
0: The people, therefore, this is verse 17, that was with him when he called Lazarus out of his grave and raised him from the dead, bare record. They told what had happened.
3: The hymn they're testifying about would be Jesus and not Lazarus. Uh, so... Uh, These local people, nothing that they had seen at this point had diminished their beliefs at all. Uh, verse 18, For this reason also the people went and met him, because they heard that he had performed this sign. Now this is these people, (laughs) the newcomers, have been witness to. They had heard about this, and they were coming to see this too
0: for this cause. People also met him
5: for they heard that he had done this miracle. You see, they were there just
3: because of the miracle that had been. Uh, they were encouraged all the more to come to him meeting Jesus. And now, to kind of call this little passage to a close here, verse 19. So the Pharisees said to one another, you see that you are not doing any good look the world is drawn after him yeah in the eyes of the Pharisees the world has gone crazy it look you witnesses you're not doing any good <laughs> you're you're causing the world to flock to this crazy Jewish guy that we don't like. <laughs>
0: The Pharisees therefore said among themselves, Perceive ye how ye prevail nothing? Behold, the world is gone after him. At this point, the Pharisees had to be careful, for Jesus was extremely popular.
5: But Now this was just his brief moment of triumph, and it was right before his death. And Christ could go to the crown, obviously, without going to the cross. But if he went to the crown, if he was the ruler today, friends... You and I would never have been saved, but he has to go with the cross if he's to save you and me. What a picture that we have here in this incident that is given at this particular time.
0: This wouldn't last long. Now, folks, in, in, in Christian circles, you might think Jesus is popular, but when you take the world as a whole, he's not. He's not but that doesn't change the truth of what he says.
3: Stop it. Stop supporting him. We're losing control. The world hates the truth and will plot murder to stop it. Jesus, hour had now come, but the world secular world was about ready to win a battle, but not the war, which we will get to that. Of course, in the upcoming passages verses chapters and so forth so that's what we have on this one like i said it's fairly short uh, to the point and uh this is a fast recap you know jesus was coming in peace and oh by the way this is a of course uh documented in all four gospels uh, they're all uh, have a slightly different account but they all uh, showed the same elements. Jesus was coming. He was coming in peace on a donkey. Uh, his followers are calling. Hosanna, they laid down palms. And it was a, a, a victorious uh, entry into the city. He was announcing his time had come.
5: Two, two, two great books and one website. Visit strivingforeternity.org. There are two books that I would like to recommend you purchase. What they, meaning people who aren't Christians, other religions believe, and what we believe. Systematic Theology Made Simple. Both are great resources, especially if you plan on witnessing to somebody. Strivingforeternity.org. Decidedly Christian, distinctly biblical, and just a little bit nuts. This is Squirrel Chatter.
3: And welcome to the Piney
0: Woods, ladies and gentlemen. Good to have you with us. I am your squirrel, coming to you from the ARN studios, high atop the tallest tree in the Piney Woods. Squirrel Chatter is a podcast that is dedicated primarily to the public reading of scripture. Please remember to do the things you ought to do, don't do the things you ought not to do. Do everything
2: you do for the glory of the Lord. And we'll see you again here tomorrow for another episode of Squirrel Chatter. Take care. God bless.
5: Squirrel Chatter is recorded in front
4: of a
1: live studio hamster. Did you know that Striving for Eternity provides speakers and seminars that we would come to your church and disciple your people? We have seminars on the Bible interpretation made easy, creation science, evangelism, presuppositional apologetics, even on sexual abuse. These are just some of the many things that we could provide for your church. Consider inviting one of our speakers to your church You can contact us at speaker at strivingforeternity.org.
3: All right, and uh, there is our show. And hey, thanks again there, uh, those great folks at the Christian Podcast Community, uh, for letting us be part of what's happening there amongst like 50 other podcasters. It's getting up there. Uh, little by little, a lot more people are joining all the time. Hey, maybe even you. Uh, check them out. Uh, visit uh, ChristianPodcastCommunity.com instead of that word. Uh, and I think you'll see a links there somewhere in the sidebar or towards the bottom about how to join. And give it a whirl. All you can do is uh, apply. If you don't apply, you'll never be in. <laughs> uh, I mean, people flock to Lazarus, they flock to Jesus, they were beginning to realize, putting two and two together, he is their Messiah, and it did not set well with the religious leaders, uh, they tried to sound people, don't be witnessing, don't be talking about this, you're just making it worse, <laughs> stop it, they're saying. Um, and so, but, you know, in their way, that means that even they knew, they knew who Jesus was. Uh, we can either accept him or deny him. Uh, that's, that's the choices. And uh, we, we definitely saw that in today's passage. Well, hopefully you're on the side that's uh, flocking to Jesus to accept him. Uh, although, as I mentioned, there's still some hard pill to swallow as he is making this triumphal uh, entry into his last week on earth as we will find out in the upcoming passages um, throughout the rest of this chapter. It's going to take us at least a couple more installments to get through the rest. So stay tuned and uh, keep on tuning in. Uh, we try to kind of a show every week Whether it be our truth exposed as today, or our typical quest for truth, or we try to bring some worldview uh, comparisons, some uh, general Bible study, doctrinal teaching, and stuff like that. And we're always seeking what the scripture says first, not trying to uh, toss some crazy doctrine together and finding things main supports for it. Well, anyway, we do try to uh, be very serious about Bible teaching correctly, and they, we do most of all have an audio drama, so we're still working on a couple. Uh, if you want to be part of that, uh, be sure you let us know. Uh, you know, I think Nathan Conwell was about a casting. Or something. I'm not sure what that was about. I haven't about it. Anyway, um, well, with all that said, uh, we, this is your host, Keith, signing off, Saying thing, sort of thing see you next week and um, here comes Anthony Russo to tell you how to find us on social medias and stay in touch with us get away Anthony
2: visit life-truth.com where you can find all our shows leave a message or call our voicemail number at 401-753-4844 find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash life truth page follow us on Twitter at capital H capital P capital N capital C A-S-T Everything Nathan Caldwell does can be found at facebook.com forward slash protectors of the book Music in the show is used by permission of Kevin Zerbe at zerbinator dot wordpress dot com May the word of Christ dwell in your rich life. May you find everything you need. And if you don't know Jesus, your greatest need is a Savior. Thanks for listening.